This is Diving In, made by fans for the fans. Let's dive into some media. Hey, welcome to Diving In, the podcast where we dive into various topics, you know, from video games to anime to, you know, music. Now we just talk and here we are. I'm here with my buddy Nick. Yo. Today we're going to be talking about Persona 5, but before we do that, I just want to cover some highlights. Each episode will be, you know, starting with an intro and doing highlights and talking about, you know, things that have tickled our fancy recently. So, Nick, why don't you take it away? What has been your highlight regarding media? Anything new? Uh, yeah, recently the uh, new JPEG Mafia album came out on Friday. Oh yeah. All My Heroes Are Cornballs. <laughs> yes, anyone here listening to that hasn't checked it out yet, they should. Um, it's crazy, crazy Dude, record. I listened to it, I've only listened to it once, but his production is, I can't, like, it, it's so good. Like, you, yeah. you don't understand it, and I think because of that, it's just so out there. I mean, it's so unconventional. I. I don't know, like that's all I can say about it. I'm not much of a music buff, yeah. but it's just so... I mean, it's true. I mean, I think that the big reason I like it so much is that everything feels so, like, deliberate, you know? Yeah. Like, to, to the normal person listening to an album like that, it would feel super weird and not, you know, it might just sound like noise. But you can tell with the way that he's crafted his songs on this album, it, it feels like it's super... It, everything was done with a purpose, you know? Yeah. And there's never a dull moment throughout the whole record. Like, it's easily one of the best records I've listened to in 2019, so. Dang. Yeah, I love it, love it, love it, love it. I think my favorite track, honestly, is the self-titled one. I, I love All My Heroes Are Cornballs. <laughs> There's like that part where it's like, people are talking hard, but they should just stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So cool. Well, and he has that one track where he sings No Scrubs by TLC. Like he sings the actual lyrics from that song. Oh, it's yeah, just, yeah. it's so wacky and I, um, grimy waifu. Is <laughs> That's my grimy waifu. Yeah, I love that one. <laughs> but definitely, I would say that's one of my highlights too. But honestly, I think, you know, a highlight for me recently is, I mean, we talked about this before we recorded, but Astral Chain is a really cool new IP for the Switch. Like I, I watched the trailer for it back in, I think it was like April of this year. And I, I wasn't expecting much. I've never played a platinum game before, but it's really cool. It's like yeah. it's like anime, the video game. Did you get far enough where it like shows like the cheesy opening song and like it flashes the characters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's super, super anime. I love the cel shaded like graphics too on on it. It has a really good, really good style. Yeah. Um, the the English voice acting though is pretty cringy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I switched to the to the uh, sub. Oh, you can. You can yeah. switch it to sub. After the first couple chapters, well, I'm only on the third chapter myself, but um, yeah, that definitely was like really annoying from the beginning. You know, I, I might have to do that. I think I think that's cool though that it gives you that option because I feel like in the past most Japanese video games that have been localized for here wouldn't option. I mean, wouldn't give you know subtitles for an option, but yeah. you see that now. I mean, we're gonna talk about Persona Five, but they did it for Persona Five. Um, they're doing it for the new Dragon Quest game. I just think, oh, yeah, yeah. I think that's cool. It makes it more authentic. I feel like 
But yeah. the English voice acting is terrible, but... Oh yeah, it hurts to listen to. <laughs> I think that, that might be part of the charm though too, I think with a lot of Japanese games, like the dub makes it funny kind of, you know? Well, it just, it takes the cheese to a whole nother level. Like yeah. my, my wife, she was in um, the bedroom and I was playing it out in the family room and I was just, that anime intro came up and it's playing like, Follow your dreams, <laughs> <laughs> follow your heart, it's like and like a corny anime opening song. Yeah, and I just was, I started laughing out loud because I was like, <laughs> I don't know, it's just, yeah, no, I totally get you. I, I might have to switch it though. It hasn't like totally cringed me out yet, but yeah, I don't know. I think I'm just kind of particular about it. So, some really aren't that bad, like in some anime that I've seen, and yeah, yeah. No, dude, but I mean, speaking of, you know, Japanese localization, I mean, let's dive right into Persona 5. I, you know, to give some context, um, I recently started playing this game. I haven't beaten it yet, so don't worry about any major spoilers. Um, but, you know, we might talk about deeper into the game just for warning, but this game is so freaking good. For, for those who don't know, it's a, it's a Japanese role-playing game where you play as um, a high schooler that has a dual life. You spend half the game kind of doing, you know, life simulator, um, getting to know your high school friends, but the other half of the game is dungeon crawling. And I don't know, man, like, tell me about why you like Persona 5, Nick. What, what drew you to it? The game just consumed me. I started playing it a few months ago, and I mean, something, Mario Maker came out, and like, yeah. I was pretty stoked for that, but Persona just, engulf my life because um, I think it just brought a, ch a specific kind of charm that I haven't felt in a long time. I mean, we've talked about this in the past, but it, it really reminds me of like Mass Effect. Yeah. Um, I haven't cared about characters that much since Mass Effect, you know. And we all know how Mass Effect ended, you know. <laughs> it's not, not the best thing in the world, but uh, yeah. yeah, I mean the, the game is just so well thought out. I feel like the characters are all well thought out. Um, there's a lot of love you can tell it was put into the game, into the art style, into the just the style in general. I think is really cool. Yeah. And from the moment, like from the beginning of the game, like you're just hooked because it just it starts off with such charm, you know. Like it just starts off so strong, and that uh, it doesn't stop. It just keeps going. Mm -hmm. You know. And and I played it nonstop for like a month. <laughs> Dude, I beat it twice. One thing you mentioned is like the characters in the game. I <laughs> I agree with you full heartedly. Usually video game characters. I don't know, maybe it's just part of the medium, but usually video game characters that do have voices just suck. I usually hate <laughs> most video game characters, but I don't know, man. Persona 5 offers some really cool characters with some really cool backstories. Like, just to name some of my favorites, um, Futaba is great. Yeah. Like, I, she has such a unique personality, and I think it's cool how the game allows you to break her out of her shell you yeah. know and it's cool because it's they're all relatable characters i mean they're all high school students and you know for those who are listening that have been through high school it's a it's a pretty terrible time <laughs> to be alive so yeah you you meet these awkward high schoolers and the game offers like social interactions with text boxes where you can become friends with these different characters and futaba really stuck out to me she's kind of a recluse and I think you and I both were kind of that way in high school. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think that's that's why Futaba is such a likable character in the Persona 5 community. I think um, when, when you're a kid and, and like anxiety kind of takes hold for the first time in like high school and stuff, 
uh, Futaba is kind of like that that part of all of us that couldn't stand going to, you know, all these silly parties that all of our friends were holding or, yeah. you know, just instead of going out on Friday night just hanging out by yourself, you know, playing video games, that's kind of like what Futaba personifies in a character in that game. So. Uh, per personify. Person Persona personified. Persona Persona <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't help it. No, but it, it's so true. Like, I, I recently... So I beat the, the fifth palace in the game, and um, I had an interaction with Futaba. She called me uh, and said, Hey, like, I want to come over and play video games. And I was yeah. like, you are so cool. Like, I don't know. Like, it just... I related to that so much because that's what my friends and I would do in high school. We wouldn't go out to parties or anything like that. Exactly, it was just yeah. like, Hey, do you want to come over? I have this new game. Let's yeah, play it. Let's play some Smash Bros or something. Or I know. Like, Futaba's awesome. Like, I, I see a lot of myself in her. And I love how she interacts with the group. Like, she she isn't rude by any means, but she's so sarcastic, especially mm -hmm. to Ryuji. Like, she's a straight, she can be a straight yeah, up yeah. bitch to Ryuji sometimes. Truly, yeah, because Ryuji's kind of a, he's like the, the punk kid that, <laughs> I think I relate with that one too, though. Uh, one that just like didn't want to keep the rules, always wanted to do his own thing. But he's a little melodramatic for sure. It's really Dude, especially with the English voice acting. Yeah. For real? Yeah. He's... <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> yeah, but they they all have so much style. They all have their own style and personality, and they all stick out and are all unique. I think that's the coolest thing. There's no one that's like similar, you know. And I feel like they, they their goal is what it seems like to me was to take different aspects of like a, a teenage life and like personify that with like kind of. Um, hyperbole-esque characters, you know. Yeah, you've got Ruiji the punk on the the pretty, pretty girl, pretty model girl. Yeah, and Makoto is definitely like your book smart nerd. Yeah. Um, she's the best, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> Makoto's his best girl. Sure. Makoto's definitely best girl, and I, I can't even explain why. I don't know if it's you know her side quest or backstory, but. I think how they present her in the game, like, she's not totally annoying, but she comes off as kind of a villain when you first meet her. Yeah. But then you realize her true intentions and she, you know, eventually joins up with you. And she's like, I feel like the mo out of your character, the f like character group, the Phantom Thieves, I feel like she's the most strong willed. Yeah. And I just, I love that about Makoto, but Makoto's definitely your bookworm. And then Haru's kind of like your... I'd, I'd say that's the troubled uh, rich girl that, you know, she kind of has everything she's ever wanted, but she is the kind of girl that's um, held down by the expectations around her, you know, mm -hmm. and you help her break out of that and, and realize her personal worth, you know. So I feel like I knew a lot of kids like that in high school, you know, that seemed like, you know, that their parents let them do whatever they wanted. They had all the stuff they ever wanted in the world, but yeah. they were still, you know, unhappy and didn't have, you know, really important um, principles of like life figured out. You know? Yeah. Well, and I think what's cool about, you know, like the characters that we mentioned, they, you know, people listening might think like, oh, those are stereotypes. Like that's not that interesting, but the game totally subverts it. Like yeah. you, oh, yeah. you meet Luigi, who's this punk kid, but you realize he's that way because so much of, deeper. Yeah. you know, his parents and talks of like, not to go too deep into spoilers. And I haven't even gotten there personally in the game yet, but you know, it talks about his relationship with his parents and Makoto, she um, like she has a strong sense of will, but she feels tied down by the books, and she wants to explore more yeah. about the world. And that's what I love about the game. It's kind of like 
I don't know, one of my favorite movies is The Breakfast Club. Have you seen it? I yet? haven't seen it yet. I've told I've you I've heard. About it. Everyone yeah. tells me to watch it. Everyone said it's so good. Still haven't watched it yet. But. It's kind of like Breakfast Club, but in a video game. Like your, like your character Joker allows you to interact with this group of kids that on the surface they're, oh, you're punk, you're pretty girl. But as you get to know them more, you realize they only have these titles because they feel pressured to have these yeah. titles, you know? And they've been, and ultimately, those, those titles have kind of been placed on them by their peers, which is a very common thing in high school, too, you know? Like, like you got all these different cliques and stuff of, of kids and students that, like, all you think they all look the same way or they all act the same way. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, like, everyone's a person, no matter what kind of stereotype you put on them. And I think that's what why Persona 5 is so cool, is because it, it gives you stereotypes, and if you don't, like, explore the backstories of these characters, you just see what's on the surface, you know? Yeah. And you don't learn to appreciate them for who they are as, a, as an individual. And um, I think that's a common issue like in the world today, you know, we, we talk about stereotypes. And I think that's why, again, that's why Persona 5 just nails it on the head. It just takes that and like you said, it subverts those expectations of, of stereotypes and and uh, and cliques and, and all that other high school crap that yeah. we all hate talking about. <laughs> well, I think it's cool too because you, part of the game, it's a game mechanic really, you get to know these characters, but it's not just for... I mean, like, the story, the, the getting to know the characters is the icing on the cake, but at the core of the game, it helps you gain new abilities when you're in combat. Like, it's just, it's interesting because I've never, like, in Mass Effect, it, you got to know these characters, and it would help propel the story, but it never really changed the game fundamentally. Right. But in Persona 5, when you get to be better friends with, you know, Makoto, for example, she becomes better in battle. When right, right. you're in battle with her, she like, I guess trusts you in more of a sense, like you get the baton pass ability, you get the, um, like the recovery when you're doing a interrogation, she can help and step in, you know? Yeah, and there, there's huge incentives for maxing out your confidant uh, levels with all these characters, you know, the game encourages you to do that because there are special abilities, whether they're in battle or just like items you can get in the game, that kind of thing. So. They do a great job of tying it all in together, so it's not just like, I'm doing this just so I can like be friends with this character, but it's also like, well, I can do this so I can have more options in battle and stuff, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, all, all around though, the game just, it's its a really well-polished game, and it's, it's, in my opinion, there's very little wrong with it. Um, there's a couple dull moments throughout the story. <laughs> For sure, yeah. Outside of that though, like... Well, it's a, it's a long game it's yeah. like it's a hundred hours plus i mean even the base game if you're doing exactly what you like the bare minimum if you're doing the bare minimum of the game it's going to take you still at least 50 to 60 hours right yeah and it, that's crazy to me that i don't know like with such a big game there's so much good yeah a, there i mean there is a fluffy moment i think you and i both know what moment that yeah, is yeah yeah for sure i think despite that fluffy moment like it pales in comparison to how great that game is because oh, yeah. like I like you said the game sucked you up and I'm currently in that vacuum right yeah. now like I I tell you every day at work I just want to go home yeah my persona <laughs> that's what it does man it's like living a second life it's crazy yeah <clears throat> no it's great though um like I just wish that other games would take <laughs> lessons from Persona 5. Yeah, like, or other, it's, it's so hard to find AAA games that like, where, where you find that much care put into the game, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the closest thing I can think of recently I've played that like a AAA game that is that, has that much care into it is probably Sekudo. 
Oh yeah. You know, like where you see how well the world is crafted and stuff. But like outside of that, though, you go anywhere else, like Persona Five just blows everything out of the water. It seems like you know. Wouldn't it be cool though? Like I don't know. I love the life sim aspect of Persona Five. Like I know that other games try to tack on like. You know, for example, like this new Call of Duty game is coming out. You have a Tamagotchi oh, yeah. that you take care that, of, yeah. like through the multiplayer and like how well you do in multiplayer. But honestly, I think other single-player games could benefit from more life sim stuff. I don't know about like the depth of Persona Five, mm -hmm. but imagine in Sekiro, like yes, you have the text dialogue with the characters, but if you could explore that more, you know, like. Oh, like I want to be friends with Emma, you know, yeah. or, like do little side quests for them, or even like I don't know um, the little I've played of Astral Chain. I think there is some life simulator stuff, but, a little bit, and that that really appeals to me. But it's just cool the potential there. I feel like to not only have a game put in front of you, but to have a like you said a second life, you yeah, know? Yeah, for sure. I think that's why games like Animal Crossing are so appealing. That's why even like Pokemon. Same kind of thing, they've added elements of life simulators slash like Tamagotchi type things, mm -hmm. which are really cool. Um, but yeah, Persona 5 just takes all those elements and just blends them so well. And it really is, in my opinion, it's the best game I've played on the PS4. Like, I can't yeah. even, there's nothing else I've played on that system that it has been that good. <laughs> which is quite a testament, I feel like, because... I don't know, like, they're, not all of them are my kinds of games, but I mean, the the popularity kind of speaks for itself. And not only the popularity, of course, because there's a lot of bad popular games, oh, yeah, but, sure. you know, like, the just the consensus. I mean, God of War, that's a great game. Not not personally my type of game, but it's yeah, yeah. still good. Um, Uncharted 4, um, Bloodborne, I, I love that game. Oh, yeah, <laughs> but, that's one that I, yeah. But it's quite a testament, though, like, that Persona 5, amidst this console full of all of these exclusives, is such a... Such a oh, damn good game, video game, you know? Like, it's, yeah. it's crazy, and it kind of sucks cause I, because it's kind of like that weird Japanese style. I feel like a lot of Americans aren't always, it's not always appealing just because of that. There's so much to love, though. I mean, like, yeah. like you said, not just the characters, but I mean, for any UX buffs out there, the, the user interface in this game is the best I think I've ever seen in any video game. Like, it... Maybe not functionality-wise, but when it comes to just pure style, I've never oh, seen yeah. a cooler user interface. And I don't know, the, the RPG elements are pretty fun too. I mean, like the turn-based combat, like actually keeps you awake. Yeah. <laughs> it's not it's not super boring. Like well, the, the aesthetic of, of the the menus and stuff is just it's so cool. Yeah, <laughs> you know? it's very like neo Japanese. Like I don't know, like punk something style you know it's really it's really rad well that's what's so rad about the game is that it it blends all of these different genres like the music alone like you have oh i mean it sounds amazing <laughs> you have like acid jazz and like i don't know japanese pop thrown in there mixed with soul like again i'm not a music buff i'm just kind of yeah pooping yeah. out words but i mean the music is such a conglomerate of all these cool genres, and that's how the game is too. It's a life sim. It's a Japanese RPG. It's yeah, yeah. What's well, cool though is even with the music, even with how varied it is, it still maintains a specific style. You can tell that it's like from Persona Five. You know. Yeah. I feel like it does anyway. I feel like they they were going for a very specific kind of style with the music and just overall that they want to accomplish. And then each area you can tell in the game with the different songs they have, um, even in like. The fifth palace, which you know had a, a bit of a stranger soundtrack, like it fit with what you were doing. You know what I mean? I person, 
Like, I love the soundtrack, and it is good, but I mean, after doing The Fifth Palace, I'm... Burning. <laughs> you know, it's like, obnoxious, but It's I mean, an obnoxious song. Well, when you yeah. look at, like, the setting that you're in in that place, it, the, the whole palace is obnoxious. Yeah, it's a wacky palace, for sure. Yeah. And they just, I don't know, just, it just works. They, they really thought out everything, and they really tried to make it, like, good, which I, I feel like, again, it's so rare in today's... Uh, triple-A gaming world. Yeah, and that's why like, I can't wait for the Redux, the Persona 5 Royal. Like, oh yeah, I'm so excited. Just that. knowing that we're getting more Persona 5 next year. I haven't even beaten the game, mind you, and I'm just like, oh. It went from like, <laughs> an so... unknown at the start of this year to like one of my most anticipated releases of 2020 for sure. Yeah, and I think Joker being put <laughs> into Smash kind of, I mean, Persona 5 is already a huge game. I mean, for a Persona game, because those games have always been kind of underground, but Persona 5 was already big, but then they put Joker into Smash, and now everybody's like, what? Like, what is this game? <laughs> What's Persona 5? And if you haven't played it, go play it, because it's that good. You want to know where Joker comes from from Smash Bros., go play Persona 5. No, for those who are listening, like if you haven't played Persona 5, I can guarantee you've at least heard of or played Super Smash Bros. And I think to wrap up, um, we're kind of running short on time. I... Like, we're not here to review by any means. I mean, this is a commentary podcast. Like, think of this as our, you know, session just to chill and talk. And I think with that, like, more than just a review, we just recommend this game to anybody who loves gaming in general, I think, because it offers so much more than just a core JRPG experience or a core life sim experience. It's just a, it's a good video game. It kind of is transcendental, I'd say. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's its own thing. It's unprecedented for sure. I think it's also genre-defining, too. Like, if you want to talk about some of the best RPGs that exist, mm -hmm. like, Persona 5 is right up there with games, you know, like Earthbound, Chrono Trigger, uh, Final Fantasy, whatever one you like. <laughs> yeah. It's it's up there with those for sure. It's, it's reached that tier, in my mind anyway. Undoubtedly, it's there. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. And I think to finish off... Um, you know, we're recommending Persona 5, of course, but at least listen to the soundtrack. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I think, um, just to top it off, I want to finish off by saying, um, listen to the track. It's called um, A Woman. It's the Palace 2 theme. That song was on repeat on my iPod for a week. It's such a funky, blue, smooth song. Like, you will feel instantly cool listening to it. And what about you, Nick? What, what would you say? What song would you recommend to listen to? Oh man, I don't know the names. Um, but my favorite is the, cas the Casino, which you're about to do, the Sixth Palace song. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah. But it's so catchy. Yeah. <laughs> it's got like, it's like, some, it has these lyrics about like rolling the dice or something. No, it has lyrics in the background. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's nice. It's really, really cool. It's a cool song and just as you singing along the whole time. <laughs> playing Palace 6. <laughs> so whatever that one's called, listen to that one. Palace 6. Sixth Palace Persona 5 song. It's rare that a game has you singing along while you're playing it, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, you have the tunes, of course, but to actually be singing along with lyrics, like, that's, yeah. that's so sick. Or at least whistling. The, the whistling <laughs> the anyway. I was humming it and yeah. being, being stuck in my head all day like another song. It's, it's awesome. Well, awesome. Thanks so much, Nick, for chilling with me. Um, you know, this was diving in, um, you know, we're going to be diving into more topics, um, you know, from week to week, again, from anime to, you know, movies, maybe even music. Um, again, this is just a place to, you know, talk and chill and talk about the things that we love. So with that, thank you guys, and we'll be around for the next one. Heck yeah. Bye.